You're listening to the Nice Girls CEO Podcast. I'm your host, Lisa Benavidez, and I am so passionate about women and maybe a few good men too, who are ready to live on purpose and make an impact. So if you want to be a leader in the world and build a business that makes a difference, and you want to be bold and confident so you can show up and stand out, then this is the place to be. Ready? Let's go. It's no secret that stress can stop us from creating a life and business that we love. So today I have a special guest, Ashley, who's going to talk to us about the cost of stress and how we can respond to it in ways that help us get past it, overcome it, and be able to really show up fully. She shares an amazing breathing method that you can start right away. And we are going to be able to recognize that we're feeling a little stressed be able to identify where it's coming from, and then be able to move past it and get back to what we're supposed to be doing. So let's dive in with Ashley. Hey, Nice Girl CEOs. Welcome back. It's another episode of the podcast. And today I have a special guest who is going to talk to us all about how to reduce your stress and be more efficient with your time so that you can just be overall more successful in life and business, which It doesn't matter what level you're at or how young or old you are, we all come up against this sometimes. So I'm really excited to have Ashley here today, who is a doctor of psychology, and she actually is a mindset mentor and helps people with this every day. So I'm so excited to have her here. Welcome, Ashley. Hi, Lisa. Thanks for having me. Thank you for being here, taking time out of your day to share your brilliance with us. I'm really excited. Again, I feel like this is a topic that no matter where you're at, in your business you know, level, life, we always come up against moments or you know, months, weeks, whatever it is that we just feel overwhelmed and drained. And it's so important to know how to pull ourselves out as quickly as possible. So I know you're going to share some of your tips and tricks with us, but before we dive in, let us know a little bit about how you got started in this. Sure. Well, I've been uh, going to school for psychology for a very long time. Uh, <laughs> they don't tell you how long it actually is until you're there. <laughs> um, but I studied uh, forensic psychology and I did a little bit of positive psychology and neuroscience in that. So I'm just really passionate about giving people the tools that they need to kind of gain control of their lives so that their stress and their history or experiences isn't controlling them, but rather they're able to harness that and use it to their advantage. Love it. Yeah, this is always a great topic. And forensic psychology? Yes. Crazy girl. (laughs) The uh, intersect between mental health and the legal system. Oh, okay. So forensic, I think like forensic files type stuff. So it's a little bit different. Um, Yeah, there are a lot of different sectors. I mean, I've worked with really severe mental illness and like legal involvement. Mm -hmm. Um, I've worked with kids that are incarcerated who have substance abuse issues. I've worked Mm, with women um, who survived like very personal traumas. So it kind of spans, um, but I've really been able to see a lot of different populations and kind of how they manage the, you know, the struggles that come up in life. 
Beautiful. I know that work is heavy. So thank you for, you know, just providing that service. I think that is an incredible place to be and to just share a gift with people who really need it. So that's awesome. Yeah. Well, I don't think my audience needs forensic psychology, (laughs) but let's dive in. So how are you going to help us reduce our stress today? This is so good. I'm excited. Yeah. So I just wanted to kind of talk about the cost of stress because I think in the like world that we live in these days, stress has become the norm. We're always so busy and we're always trying to go, go, go and reach the next level. And I think that's especially true with the creative types and solopreneurs. So it's just kind of managing that everyday stress before it accumulates and then overwhelms us. And then we're so dysregulated that we're essentially like either useless or just not functioning at like our highest capacity. Mm-hmm. And, you know, if, if that stress continues, whether you recognize it or not, it actually takes a toll on our bodies and our brains. Yes, it does. That's just what's so interesting to me because Mm -hmm. every day it just doesn't seem like much. It seems like, you know, a routine, you know, this one thing is bothering me or this person, you know, was rude. And it's the little things that can add up. Yep. And then the straw that breaks the camel's back, right? Exactly. So in terms of, Physical issues, chronic stress can cause heart disease, it can cause diabetes, it can increase blood pressure, GI and like gut issues, um, Mm -hmm. decrease sex drive. And then in terms of mental health, you know, acute stress or just the single stress episode isn't really gonna have a long-term effect, but long-term, if you keep having that stress over and over, it does create depression and anxiety, even if you're not prone to that. Yeah, totally. I believe it. I actually have rheumatoid arthritis and I know that a lot of doctors say that it's usually genetic, which nobody in my family has. So I don't think so. (laughs) Um, I mean, unless it's like way down the line, but I honestly feel like there's some sort of stress or trauma from way back when that triggered it and my body just eventually was tired and that's how it affected me, which I think is really interesting. Yeah. And it's interesting that you bring that up because there actually is science to support the Mm. role that genetics plays in stress and how we manage it. It's almost like we become predisposed or uh, more likely to develop certain patterns. Maybe it's uh, bad patterns but the way that we react or respond to stress can mm-hmm. be inherited from generation to generation. Ah, gotcha. Yeah. That makes sense. So even if you didn't experience this horrible thing that may have impacted your arthritis, someone in your family could have. Ay, ay, ay. Yeah. It's <laughs> interesting how it all works with epigenetics and there's a whole uh, science behind it. Goodness gracious. Okay. I didn't mean to take us off track, but I always get interested in learning more about myself, but it's not about me today. So let's get back to how we can, how we can get started with this in our, in our everyday lives. Yeah. So I think the first thing to do is just to educate yourself about what is stress and 
What does it look like? What are the stages of stress so that you can recognize it in yourself? Because if you can't see it, there's really nothing you can do about it. So the first step is the alarm reaction stage. So this is where you perceive a threat or you know, something negative that throws you off and really changes your energy, your mood, and your heart rate starts to increase. And you may be familiar with the fight, flight, freeze mm-hmm. response. Yep. This is where that would kick in. Really hypervigilant as a result of your amygdala or the kind of emotion center of your brain. It becomes hyperactive because of the cortisol that's released. So the best thing to do in that stage is nothing. Sure. You want to slow down and you just want to get kind of grounded so that you can more realistically perceive whatever's going on. When our brains brains take over, we're just reacting and we're not being intentional. Mm -hmm. So I like to do a deep belly breathing. It's like diaphragmatic breathing. Okay. So what you do is you just sit in a chair, feet on the floor, Uh, You want to make sure that you're paying attention to like your butt in the seat, your feet on the floor, just a sense of being connected to the space around you, the environment. And then it's five, five, eight, two. So you do five seconds, slow, deep breathing from your, your belly. And you do that for five seconds. And then for the next five, you hold the breath at the top. And then you take eight seconds to exhale. And you're supposed to be doing this slow to kind of recenter yourself. And then at the end, you hold the breath after you've released for two seconds. And then you repeat for five minutes. And it just gives you this like kind of mental clarity that you don't get when you're overwhelmed. I love that. That's probably a good thing to do first thing in the morning. And then also throughout the day as needed. Yeah, it it definitely, you know, in between tasks or if you get... um. Maybe you have like a really intense sales call or something. You know, it's good to reset before you move on to the next task. Yeah, totally. I love that. I was trying to do it right now while you were talking about it. (laughs) But I obviously don't have five minutes to continue. So I only did one set, but I love that. Setting a timer for five minutes. I think that's really helpful to start the day. But yes, definitely in between um, throughout, you know, make it an intentional part of your day. Like that's huge. And I know it's so important to focus on your breathing, but we don't do it. So that's one part too. It's like making the time to do it, remembering to do it, set an alarm if you have to and make it a priority because it really does change the way that our day goes and how we just handle all the situations that come along. Right. Very cool. If you start the day off in a bad space, who knows what the rest of your day is going to look like. Yeah, totally. Love it. So another thing that I like to do in terms of kind of moving from one task to the, to the next or letting go of some negativity that you may be holding as a result of stress or overwhelm. Mm-hmm. It's a visualization. Mm. So it's a little bit different. It's a little woo-woo. <laughs> <laughs> it's all right. We like woo, woo with strategy. That works. Yeah. So this is actually a technique that I learned actually in, in therapy myself. And It was taught to me as a tool to use in between clients because you carry a lot of energy from one person to the next. 
For sure. Uh I think that's also very true for entrepreneurs because you're talking to people in the DMs, you're on sales calls, and everyone's energy is different. Yep. For me, I had a really hard time letting go of one to move on to the next. (laughs) Uh Uh-huh. Yeah, I Uh, think I used to also because I carry other people's energy. And so I'm excited to learn your technique. I just kind of have had to learn on my own how to let it go and be able to move on and not take on other people's things (laughs) and energy. But let's talk about visualization. I would love to learn this. Yeah. And I, you know, empaths, that's basically the name of the game. You're just everyone else. So Mm -hmm. basically you can take, you know, whatever amount of time you feel like you need to do this, whether it's three minutes or five minutes, it's just similar to the the belly breathing where you just want to sit in a comfortable position in a chair, uh, make sure you're grounded, feet on the floor, uh, feeling your butt in the seat. And then I close my eyes and I do some, a little bit of breathing. And then I picture in my head a dryer sheet. Okay. Now bear with me with this. So I picture a dryer sheet and, you know, depending on what kind of day I'm having, maybe it's, you know, colorful or what, whatever I need it to be. Your imagination can run wild sometimes. And I picture myself on one side of the dryer sheet and I, Imagine, so basically the dryer sheet, I see as like getting rid of the negative energy, like it would the negative static electricity of your clothes in the dryer. Ah. So I picture myself, you know, feeling really yucky, feeling like I'm carrying too much stuff, uh, just feeling out of sorts. And I picture myself walking through the dryer sheet and coming out on the other side without all of that negative pulling me back. Yeah. And it's just, it's a really quick, it's super, you know, time flexible. You don't need 25 minutes. It doesn't need to be a full on meditation, but just something to do in the moment to just recalibrate your energy, I guess. Yeah, totally. I love that. So helpful. So do you recommend starting off a certain amount of time? Because I know like, For anyone that's new to something like visualization, even the quiet breathing, like five minutes is a long time. So do you think it's okay to start off with, you know, one or two minutes and then work your way up? For sure. I would probably say two minutes, just set a timer for two minutes. One, I don't feel like is enough, quite enough time to get into like a flow, Mm -hmm. but two minutes, just starting out there and gradually increasing as you get better at it, because it does take some time. I mean, you do have to quiet your mind enough to focus on whatever technique you're using. Uh And I think that that's where the deep diaphragmatic breathing can come in. If you coupled that with the visualization, you'd be golden. Gotcha. Love it. Okay. So this is like more about reducing the stress and being able to kind of quiet your mind and be ready to go into something new or whatever it is like, again, reducing stress, but I know you're also going to talk to us about being more efficient with our time. So, okay. First thing that comes to my mind is I'm, you know, all busy, like all day. I have three kids. I have a business. Everyone's home right now. Like when do I have time to do this stuff? So let's talk about our time really quick also so that we know that it's okay and safe for us to include this in our day and the importance of it on the flip side of 
our productivity? Sure. I like to think about time as energy. How much energy am I going to have to allocate to this task or watching my kids or creating content? Because there are certain tasks that require more of us than others. Mm-hmm. And if you're able to recognize what, you know, there, there's a systematic way to kind of go through your day and take inventory and take stock of how things are going for you and what you maybe need to change to have more energy for the things that matter in your life. You know, maybe you don't want to spend six hours a day creating content. You want to hang out with your family. Mm -hmm. By the way, nobody needs to be spending six hours a day on content, please. (laughs) Don't do it. So that's why I feel really passionate about systems and habits. There's actually this great quote that I love. I can't remember who says it off the top of my head, but basically it's, you don't rise to the level of your goals. You fall to the level of your system. Mm, That is a good one. I haven't even heard that. Yeah. So if you don't have your systems in place, you know, you're probably going to be struggling to manage your energy because you're constantly in flux. You don't know where to go. Right. And you're redoing the same things over and over and like recreating things that you don't need to be recreating. That's, that's huge. Right. So the goal is automation. Automate where you can stack things where you can. Mm, Okay. Um, Like the things that you do every day, like making coffee in the morning. If you, when you go to make coffee and it's brewing, you kind of queue up another task to go with that. Like, let's say, well, your coffee's brewing, you have your meditate or your gratitude journal sitting on the counter and you do your gratitude journal for the time it takes for the coffee to brew. Ah, okay. So you just kind of add these habits in to become part of your routine, especially the self-care ones. Mm -hmm. Totally agree. Because you can't pour from an empty cup if, if you're not taking care of yourself, you're not going to be able to show up for your, your clients. Right. And yeah, so I think just kind of developing those habits and coupling them with another task that's already part of your day. Uh-huh. So you want to add a new task. So that's where like the gratitude journal would come in. The new task mm-hmm. coupled with the coffee, which is just, you know, we need coffee. I know you, you're a coffee girl. <laughs> I totally am. <laughs> yeah, uh, I like that. And I also like how, you know, you're kind of coupling things that go well together because I'm not actually a huge fan of multitasking because I feel like you're not giving your 100% to any one thing. But something like brew your coffee and sit down for a couple minutes to journal, that makes sense to me. And I feel like there's a lot of things throughout my day that I could be doing that, you know, throughout. So like even thinking about when I go to make my lunch, maybe I throw it to warm it up. And for that, the five minutes that it's cooling off, I sit and do the breathing exercise or something like that, where it's like the things that are not going to keep you from being productive, but what works together so that you are being more productive with your time. Right. Yeah. And just these little things that you can do for yourself. And I think Part of that comes with just like this really radical look at how you're living now and how you want to be living. 
And if you want to be showing up for your clients better or different or more uh, energetic or more organized, you want to incorporate little things. It doesn't have to be, like I said before, it doesn't have to be 20 minutes every day. Mm-hmm. You can throw them in during your day and then you have that time to kind of, I don't know, recalibrate your brain, <laughs> yeah. get away from chaos. Totally. This is so good. Well, I know that you also have some fun things coming up here pretty soon. So I do want to take a minute to remind everyone in the show notes, you can reach out to Ashley and follow her on Instagram and Facebook so that you make sure to be connected. You get more information and value delivered from her too, because she does have a lot that she shares. And, you know, we really want you to know that, well, at least I think we both do. I know I do want you to know that you can have a successful, fulfilled life business and the whole shebang with reduced stress. And I'm not going to say that you're never going to be stressed and overwhelmed, but you'll be able to overcome it more quickly when you start to practice some of these daily things and make them habits and routines versus only use them or try to figure it out when the high level stress is in your life. Yeah, I couldn't agree with that more. Life and healing and you know our journeys, it's not linear. It's not point A to point B. We're probably going to go from point A to point C to point E, we're going to be all over the place because that's how life is. And, you know, stress, that's real and it's going to keep happening. You're never going to eliminate stress, but the better you are at recognizing it and developing the tools to manage it, the more productive you're going to be in your business and just in your life. I absolutely agree. So I know you're going to share with us, and it's again in the show notes, we have a self-assessment from Ashley. It's called Striving to be Stress-Free, which that's the name of the game, folks. We do want to strive for that. So tell us a little bit about this assessment, which I love assessments and quizzes. I think they're so fun. Yeah. So it, it is a combination checklist and a little bit of journaling. So basically, we're going to look at how you're showing up right now. What things are you doing that increase your stress level? Just, there are certain things that we can do, like eating bad food or, you know, not working out, not being physical or sweating. There are certain things that we can do that make us more susceptible to stress. So that I call like your defeated self. And through the self-assessment, you kind of look at different ways that you might be showing up as your defeated self when you're going through stress, when you're going through trauma or healing. And then on the flip side, we're going to compare the defeated self to the ideal self. How do you want to be showing up? Mm-hmm. How do you want to you know, present yourself in the world or interact with your family or clients? How do you want to think? Because stress really, really does a number on our thinking. Oh, yeah, for sure it does. It blurs everything. Right. And, you know, in terms of, I'm going to nerd out for a second. (laughs) (laughs) Neuroscience, stress literally shrinks part of your brain. It's called Mm. the prefrontal cortex. And the more intense and uh, long-term the stress is, the more this area shrinks. And it's responsible for memory and learning, you know? So we don't have the capacity to take new information in when we are stressed all the time. 
So with the self-assessment, you're kind of able to look at what life looks like when you're not doing your best and compare that to what life can look like when you are doing your best. And from there, that's how you'd figure out what habits are going to be the best for you. Love it. That's awesome. So yes, again, that link as well as the links to connect with Ashley on her website and social media is all in the show notes. Make sure you head over and do that. Let her know that you listen to the episode and ask questions and just, you know, get even more tips and ideas of how you can start to reduce your stress and just be more time efficient. And as always, before we go, I know we gave, or you gave a lot of ways that we can do this. If we were to start with just one thing though, what would you say that we should go for today? I would say the five, five, eight, two breathing technique. Okay. Because I think that controlling your breath is at the center. It's like a very foundational skill in stress management because it helps to slow down the stress response in your body. It Mm -hmm. all is physical in the beginning when you're in that alarm reaction stage. So to be able to slow your body and your mind down enough, really the quickest, most efficient way to do that is with this kind of deep belly breathing. Love it. That's actually the one that I wanted to start with. So woohoo! <laughs> I'm excited to get that going today so that by the time this episode airs, you guys are going to be way behind on your 5582 breathing and I'm going to be way ahead of the game. <laughs> You're going to be a pro. Just kidding. Just kidding. All right, Ashley, thank you so much. This was incredibly helpful. I'm so glad that you were able to come on and just share this piece of information on exactly like how we can reduce it before or at least right when it starts to happen versus waiting until we are just like freaking out and it's causing way more effect on our bodies and minds than it should be. Right. Yep. Thank you so much for having me. Yeah, of course. Thanks. And we'll see you all next time. Thank you so much for listening. If you enjoyed this episode, make sure you subscribe so you don't miss a thing. And if you really enjoyed it, I'd love for you to write a review and share it. Also be sure to connect with me in my Facebook group, Social Impact Squad, and follow me on Instagram at NiceGirlCEO. Hope you have an awesome day. Go take action in reaching your goals, and I'll see you next time.